It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Bonjour, our French romantic Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Oh, thank you. Comment ça va? I am very well, and thank you to our listeners for being with us every night. And if you're new, welcome yes. to the love, dating, romance, and the realest show you'll ever hear. So, Simon... Oui. Uh, we're coming off the weekend. Happy Monday. Yes. We're in full holiday swing. It is uh, December. I'm already done Christmas shopping. However, I have a couple a people. I have a couple people left. I know we're a few weeks away from Christmas. You already 90% done with your Christmas shopping. One of the people that I'm still shopping for is you. Are Jill, you serious? Yeah, Jill, our executive producer, is done. All my other coworkers are done. You're the only one that I work with because you're hard to shop for. What do you give the person that has everything? Can I give you a tip? Please. Think ping pong. If there's one thing I would How many ping pong gifts can I give? I've given you Prince ping pong balls from Paisley Park in Minneapolis. I love them in my libraries. My husband has given you ping pong gifts. Like, I I, I don't want to make it all ping pong all the time. Okay. What do you get the person that has everything? What? That is what I want to know. You also have everything, Angie. I don't have everything. I need more. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have everything. Listen, girls never have everything. Girls are so much, I feel like, so much easier to shop for. I want to talk about this. The shopping, because we're in full shop mode right now. I mean, we just got over Thanksgiving, Black Friday's over. Um, it's now time for us to really get down and dirty with the shopping. What do we get the person that has everything? Or or what do you get somebody when you don't know them very well? And how do you shop? And Online? Do you, shop? Oh, or do you okay. actually go there? All right, cool. More of that for the, your loved ones we're mm-hmm. talking about. Our loved ones on The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking us out tonight. Romance, dating, relationships. Of course, we're in full holiday swing here, too. We want to take your calls, 855-905-8255. What do you get for the impossible person on your list? Especially, here's the thing I hear from my husband all the time. He's like, I don't know what to get you. Um, I have to be the easiest person in the world to shop for. I'm constantly talking about things I want. I'm okay. a very open book about my life. You know my interests. I've been with my husband for 10 years. It's not hard. So here's what I sometimes do if my husband is stuck. I'll give him 20 things that I think would be awesome. And then no matter what he gets me, it's still a surprise. If he gets me one thing, it's still a surprise. I don't know which he's going to get, but at least he has something to go off of. But, okay, I want to go back to the question about you said, man, it's difficult to shop for them, right? Yeah. So do you find it difficult for you to get something for him? For my husband? Yes. No, because I know him like the back of my hand. He's so so much like me. He is a shopping diva. I know to get him (laughs) shoes, clothes, you know, a watch, like some art, books, music. I know what he's into. The key word is I know. I know. When you said that and you take notes, it's because, I mean, and, and loving is knowing. Who is your partner, the taste, the dislike and likes, and paying attention. When you said, I know what Jason likes, okay? That word, if you look at your partner, your boyfriend, your husband, or your wife, and you don't know, there is a problem. You should know, honestly, 
Right. What the person you love wants for you uh, should know. If you don't know, really, I would wonder how well do you know them? This, how much are you paying attention? This is the kind of thing we, we're talking to some one of my friends of uh, of ours. We're talking about proposing, and I don't know what kind of ring to get her. I'm like, how do you not know you're with a woman for so long? You know her taste in jewelry. <laughs> you know her taste in fashion. You know if you're talking about getting engaged, like what kind of ring she might like, and you go from there. You should know your partner enough. To know little things that they would like and go from there. Exactly. And if you don't know by now, it's December 4th, you still have time. Try to get to know them better so you get to what they want. So did you ever get a gift, received a gift, and realize at that moment the person who gave it to you didn't know you at all? Absolutely. Absolutely? Uh, it comes into my mind like black and white, like beaming headlights, yes. Really? I will tell you. And I want to know if you guys have gotten a gift where you're like, oh my God, this person does not know me at all. What is this gift? This is so random. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about holiday gift giving. Mm -hmm. When you're in a relationship, we would hope that you've had some hints um, from the person that you're with. Sometimes it's hard to, especially I feel like Simon with men, um, it's it's hard to understand what you guys like. You're not as vocal about material things sometimes as mm -hmm. us women are. We'll mm -hmm. be like, oh my God, I love that bag. Oh my God, I need this makeup. Oh my God, I want this. You guys don't really do that very much. But I want to know if you've ever gotten a gift that was very clear to you when you opened it, this person does not know me at all. I got a gift one time. Mm -hmm. I'd only dated a guy maybe... I don't know, three months before my birthday. Okay. Not very long dating, but long enough where he should at least know my interests. Right. You know, things like that. He um, had this box where I could tell it was from a department store, you know, like the t-shirt box, you know, when you're getting a shirt. Right, When right, you right. start opening yeah. it. I open the box. It is a size double XL, um, butterfly bat wing sleeve. Like something that what? Stevie Nicks or somebody in the, uh, like a witch would wear. And I just looked at it like, thank you. I don't get it's it. It's so Why? great. It was, Double. well, first of all, it was about five sizes too big. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that is strange. Honestly, if you don't know a girl's size, go smaller. Um, <laughs> great If tip. you don't know, that way we can take it back and feel like, oh my God, he thinks I'm so cute. Uh, but it was not <laughs> my style, my no. size. It was just really dreary and drab, and I was like, this person doesn't know me at all. That's and just, it was sad. It yeah, made that, me sad. Were you sad? <laughs> I was very What did you do with the gift? Uh, I returned it for cash yeah. and, oh. and bought makeup because um, it wasn't expensive either. It was like $17. Anyway, I want to know uh, stories about what you opened, maybe holiday, birthday, Christmas, whatever, Hanukkah, uh, that you opened. You said, oh my gosh, this person that is supposed to know everything about me, doesn't know me at all. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's hard to get holiday gifts for that loved one, mm -hmm. um, especially when you maybe think you know them and you don't really know them. We're talking about gifts that you got. You open that gift from the one that you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to be something amazing. And you're like, oh, what is this? They don't know me at all. So let's go to the phones, 855-905-8255. Listening in Albany, New York on the river, 99.5. Here is Paula. Hi, Paula. Bonjour, Paula. Hello. Hi. 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 Bonjour. Th thank you for listening. Do you have a bad gift story? 
Yeah. So my boyfriend at the time, uh, I know he loved me and I know he did, but for Christmas, when I got my gift, um, I was really disappointed because I opened it. was a huge box too, by the way. So I was real excited. Big box. And then I opened it and it was a giant floor lamp. A what? A floor like, lamp. <laughs> a floor lamp. I'm like, why would you get me a lamp? And he said that I needed it. And I thought, well, I could buy my own lamp. Right. See, the practical gifts, like, Simon, you're looking at, yeah, wh- like, why is that bad? Paula, I mean, yeah. I mean, That's bad. The lamp sucked or was ugly or what? It doesn't matter. It's a lamp, dude. It's a lamp. Ladies. Right? Paula, yeah, you didn't want a that's lamp? What I'm saying I'm like, not a lamp, out of all things that I even needed. Like, that is not what I want in my room is this ugly lamp that you bought me. I really want something loving that you thought about me, not that you thought about my lighting situation in my apartment. Exactly. <laughs> what would you have rather had? Would you have rather had a ring or just something cool, like a bag or shoes or something? Well, of course a ring, but if he wasn't going to get me that, then I would have taken like a, I don't know, a Louis Vuitton bag or just a oh, Louis bag, Vuitton bag. You're like, hey, bag. the guy Girl. that gets you a lamp, you don't want a ring anyway. Thank you so much, Paula. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Paula. You All right. I hope you get a better gift this year. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for listening tonight. Love dating, Mm -hmm. romance, and relationships with our French romantic Simon Marcel is here. Thank you. And you, our beautiful American realist. Oh, Simon. Mm -hmm. You're so sweet. It's true. Um, So listen, I want to take some calls, Simon. 855-905-8255. These phones are ringing. I know people have holiday issues, dating issues. Let's go to the phones. And I see Bloomfield, Michigan, on hold here, 100.3 WNIC. Let's put up Trinity. Hi, Trinity. Bonjour. Hi. <laughs> so I understand you need some advice. What's going on, Trin? I do. Um, so I've been staying with my aunt, and um, she's taking me out of the house and been seeing uh, my boyfriend for only six months, and he's offering me his place to come and live with him um, but I think it's too soon, and especially during the holidays because emotions run so high. Um, so she's kicking you out, I'm like, really right not- now, like, get out. Yes. Oof. Thanks, Auntie, right before Christmas. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, how long? So you said six months with a boyfriend. You guys are exclusive. Are you in love with this boyfriend? Um, we are exclusive. I, I love him, but also it's only been six months. So. Do you have the means to, like, if she throws you out on the street tonight, do you have the means to have a place on your own? Or are you no. considering it because you don't? No, I, I'm considering it because I don't have the means. Okay. So he's good to you. He, there's no, there's nothing bad. It's just not serious is what you're saying. Uh, well, I think it could be serious. But, but it's not again, yet. It's just so soon. Right. But you're in a you're in an extraordinary situation now. And this is where the hustle instinct, I think, sometimes has to come in, where yeah. you got to do what you got to do. And maybe if you feel better about it, let him know, like, listen, I'm going to take you up on your offer. I'll help any way I can until I can get a place of my own and let him know that the, that the end game isn't you guys live happily ever after together because you're not there yet. But Simon, what advice do you have for Trinity? So Trinity, I was wondering, is there any chance you would have a girlfriend 
to go to? Is there anybody else but him? So that we don't confuse the uh, uh, his feelings, yeah. yours. Uh, and just so I, I understand Angie's point, of course, and yours in survival mode. But is there a girlfriend you could go to? Not where I live. Okay. Hey, All listen. Other cities, and I. I, then, don't, I can't relocate right now. Th- okay, then there is a solution to that, is that you're going to have to pay him. If you don't go for love, when you can, you have to pay him, your boyfriend, some kind of contribution to the rent. Right. Because if you don't... He'll hold it over oh, your right. head. So, you, yes, you have to mm-hmm. participate, and you have to understand that if you're the boyfriend, you don't know the whole story, he's going to think you're very excited, and really it's about love. In your case, right now, it's about survival. Mm-hmm. It's not about love. And so to right. make it fair, you have to participate in some ways to, I the, agree. to the rent, to the cleaning of the house, something. It, m- more of a business relationship. Like, I need a place to stay. Yes. Treat him like a right. landlord and let him know that that's his role right now. Like, listen, this is not an opportune time for us to be living together, but I, I really need a place to stay. I appreciate it. But because of uh, the situation, I want to contribute whatever I can. I would have a full conversation about... Hey, this is just temporary until I find a place to go. It's the holidays. Like, I can't be out on the street. That sort of situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like that. <laughs> yes. Just just know it can change the dynamic. Definitely. You could lose the relationship because of one reason or another. Living together on such short term after dating could be yeah. bad for your dating life. But right now it's survival mode and you uh-huh. have to do what you have to do and don't feel bad about it you have an offer you got to take it all right thank you guys happy and holidays I, and, yes. and good luck to you trinity yeah, thank I'm, you. yeah I'm, I'm sorry this is happening at this time of year it's it's a lot with your family and, and there's a lot of emotions here but good luck to you and and you're gonna be fine just stay the course and and do you and and have your plan ready to go okay happy i feel better holidays. Good. Good. I'm glad that Simon and I could help out. And happy holidays. Let us know how everything goes. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just heard from Trinity saying, hey, man, I'm in a bad place and dating a guy for six months. He wants me to move in because I'm getting kicked out of my place. He's trying to be nice. And that's great. You know, sometimes you get in hustle mode if you have nowhere else mm-hmm. to go. Plus, I mean, we're in holiday season. It's cold out, girl. Um, so you got to do what you got to do. But sometimes living together when you think you're ready mm-hmm. cannot be a good situation. And we were talking about it off the air. Um, executive producer Jill always coming <laughs> in clutch with these amazing stories. Uh, so you lived with a boyfriend for what you said, two weeks? I think it was like, it might have been a month or two months, something like that. But it was literally the worst time. Why? Because we constantly fought. He was a mess and I didn't expect to have to like live in the mess. And he didn't know how to so put things away. So he was slobby, away. messy? Yeah. How long did you date before you decided to live yeah, together? About seven years. <laughs> seven years? So wait a minute. Yeah. You didn't know by going to his apartment that he was a slob? I knew, but I it wasn't really like in my face like it was. You know, like he right. would mess up my stuff too. You know what I mean? That's so, the real like, problem. Yeah. That was the breaking point? Well, it just caused a lot of fights. I also, at the time, I have to say, I didn't have a a job at the time, so I had nothing else to do. I was in a new city. He was the only person that I knew. And all you had to focus on was the messy-ass house. Exactly. So 
did he move in with you? I actually got, um, we got a place together, but then thank God I got a job <laughs> in another state and I had to move out. So you had an excuse. Yes, exactly. So you can't live with this person. I mean, it's hard. I'm used to living alone, so it might be me. I'm crazy. Well, there's always compromise, I feel like. In anything, Simon, I want to talk about that when we come back. Yeah. You know, compromise when you move in with somebody because nobody is ever going to live the way that you live Exactly. But uh, how how much can you put up with? Yeah. Simon, I know you would have very strict have insights. On I don't one. know if you'd last two months like Jill did. <laughs> All right. When we come back, where is the breaking point in living with someone next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. So we're talking about moving in with someone that you love. <laughs> First time moving in together. Uh, it's so great. We Exciting. Can't, we can't wait to move in. It's the next step in your relationship. And then, oh my gosh, this is so weird. I don't like it. I mean, our executive producer, Jill, was saying, oh my gosh, two months, and he was a slob. Simon, what would be a red flag after moving in? Like, oh my God, I made a mistake. So to be totally honest... Uh, the slob, um, for sure. Yes. yes. And I had this experience with a lovely lady. Even the first night, her things were everywhere. And I have a tendency to pick up my own things to put it where they belong. And I told her, please help me with this. Because so I'm very, I'm very, I like things to be in, in order. A place for everything and everything in its place. I prefer. You're I, type A. I prefer. You're yeah. very anal. A little bit. So am I. You I get to, it. Yeah. Well, for so, some things, not everything, but yes. Yeah. The second thing is, you know, my clothes are, are you know, ordered by colors. So Whoa. navy blue is navy blue, Whoa. white was white. So I don't like if somebody messes with my colors. Who's messing with your colors? Well, let's say, let's say in your closet. No, like, let's say you I'm see dating. your girlfriend going in and going. Blah, 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 no, I'm just gonna like, mess up like, his whole rainbow. No, but it's it, I, maybe because I've been living alone for so long. I love and it's peaceful to me to see all the different shade of blue. Yeah. And then the different side of white. It's soothing. And yes, yes, my husband is the same way. I, he I has the closet of a serial killer. And my closet looks like an atomic bomb went off. I don't believe that. Uh, You're going to have to show pictures. I, I sent Jill a picture at one time. My husband has closet spacers in between each hanger. I don't have that. Yeah. Well, hey, Can guess you- what I'm getting you for Christmas. Hi. I just I figured I it out. No, no, no. I just figured no, it out. Closet spacers. spacers. Um, when we come back, what would set you off about living with someone next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating and romance and now an argument because we're we're talking about, you know, living with somebody for the first time. You're in love. This is a beautiful romance that you've been having. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. We're going to take the next step. We're going to move in together. That's it. And then all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, I don't like that you leave this everywhere, that everywhere. Simon, you were talking, and Jill, you were also talking uh, about slobs. Like, that's, I think, a turnoff for everybody, unless you yourself are a slob and you like living in slobbiness, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, some people don't care. We're three type A personalities, I think, though, that can't handle that. Um, can, you, can I tell you what drives me crazy about yeah. dating someone? If they sleep on the couch all the time, like if they fall asleep watching TV. It Why does dr- it bother you? It bothers me because if I want to be in my living room, now I can't be there because you're there sleeping and I have to tiptoe around you. Like, what if I want to sit and watch TV? And you're in the living room sleeping. I can't watch TV now. Like, I have to tiptoe. I don't want to wake you up because you're going to be mad. So I don't like when people do that. (laughs) I I understand. I also don't like when you invite people over without giving me a heads up. I don't mind if you How much in advance? Just like a a couple hours, maybe. Like, hey, 
I've got people coming over so that I don't, I've had times in the beginning of my relationship with my husband where he's like, oh, so-and-so is coming right now. And I'm sitting there on the couch watching the Real Housewives of whatever city with a see-through t-shirt and no bra and the grossest sweatpants, no makeup, my hair in a bun, how I like to live in my natural (laughs) habitat. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't want your friends to think that your wife is a schlub or whatever. So I want to at least look presentable or, or he'll say, Hey, my friends are coming and the house might not be looking nice. Mm -hmm. And I don't want them to either think I'm a slob or the house is sloppy, you know, because I feel like it reflects on me. I understand to make you feel at ease. I think guys do not care if somebody's wife is a bit, like no, my said. husband's friends do. The, they're divas. For real? Yeah, they're they're thousand percent divas. They really are. Okay, they because I wouldn't care going like. No, my husband and his friends are the most meticulous uh, divas you've ever met. <laughs> in so your what life. do you mean? You have to be like. They, they, I don't have to be like in a ball best? gown, but I don't want to be having a really messy house with a dish full of, uh, or a sink full of dishes and have it look sloppy. Well, I get that. I get that. Like, I just want a heads up on okay. this, if, if we have I, company coming. I think most women are like you, Angie. Okay. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of things I think that sometimes it's it's hard to get over. I don't want to see um, hairs in a sink. I don't want to see hairs on a toilet. I don't want to see hairs in the bathroom anywhere because it grosses me out. I don't want to hear bodily noises. I don't want to see fluids. I don't want to see any of that stuff. I'm so weird about body things. So just... Let's preserve the sexy, as P. Diddy says. Let's just pretend we're all amazing. And some people say you're not comfortable or you're not really in love unless you're super comfortable, unless you can like do that noise in front of other people, which I find I can't even say the word. I, know I, I think it's gross. I want to preserve the sexy. I don't want to think about you that way. It's very difficult. It is. When I you mean, live listen, with somebody to keep the sexy alive. Preserve it is hard, but... At least we try, right? Yeah, you have I, to try. I always want to look attractive to my partner. It, well, the most is possible. I try. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Yes. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Uh, you give a different kind of advice. I, I come harsh, sometimes just real. I like to say real. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come from the romantic side. I do. You are the French. From the other side of the ocean. Yes. And we get a lot of emails that want your soft touch. So let's go to uh, the emails that came into simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. This is a specific email. Email for you. It is entitled a Bonjour Simon Marcel email. Bonjour, bonjour. This comes from Roxy, listening in Schaumburg, Illinois, on 93.9 My FM. She says, Bonjour Simon Marcel. Bonjour Roxy. Oh, say that again. Bonjour Roxy. That sounds so sexy. Bonjour Roxy. <laughs> Roxy. I love you and Angie so much. I need a little advice. My friend's boyfriend hits on me every time he sees me, even though he knows that she's my friend. I've made it clear to him that nothing will happen, but he keeps on insisting he'll break up with my friend to be with me. I try to avoid him as much as possible, but we're having a holiday party with a big group of our friends, and he's going to be there, so I know it's probably going to happen again, especially when the alcohol comes into play. Up to this point, I haven't said anything to my friend about it because I don't want to cause any drama, but I'm not sure if that's the right thing to do. Should I finally tell my friend about it? So, Simon... She needs advice from you. 
Yes. She's going in the romantic tip. Um, this is not her boyfriend, so it's not even the romantic tip. This is kind of like a uh, uh, etiquette thing with your friends mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a moral situation for her. But it has to do with the romance between her best friend and the best friend's boyfriend. When we come back, Simon, because mm-hmm. we have to take a break, I want to get your advice. This happens to so many people. Sure. Um, you know, your your bestie is dating someone. Obviously, you're going to see them all the time. Somebody catches feelings, maybe. What do you do here when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. We got an email that came in to simonandangie.com from Roxy in mm-hmm. Illinois. Um, it's a Bonjour Simon Marcel email. You're our French romantic. Uh, she has a best friend, and her best friend's boyfriend keeps hitting on her every time mm-hmm. he sees her. She made it clear to him nothing will happen, but he keeps insisting, keeps insisting. It says he'll break up with his fr- uh, her friend to be with me. I try to avoid it. He keeps insisting. Now here come the holiday parties. What am I supposed to do? Do I tell her? What do I do? Well, enough is enough. That's what I got Enough say. is enough. Right. So when it's enough enough, you tell... His girlfriend, your friend, what's your happening? Friend. Yeah. Uh, if hopefully in front of him, so you 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 get them both so that she understands. Yeah. So it's not a he said yeah, she said. It's thing. your only chance. So right. the mistake would be to tell her without him there. Exactly. You have to tell the story in front of him in his face to your friend. Right. And after that, you gave him an opportunity. It's, to come clean. Yes. And you gave him an opportunity to leave you alone because you said, I'm not interested. I don't want this. And he keeps going. So if, unfortunately, it happens again, first of all, there's no excuse for it. And number two, you just have to tell your girlfriend in front tell of him. Tell your girlfriend. And then it's, I guess, it, up to her to want to stay with him or not. Or you might lose it, your friend, don't you think, She son? might say you're making it up. The, the thing is- She might. And and you have to well, then, be willing to risk that. And if she does, hopefully she'll come around at some point, right? Yeah, it's 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 a risk you take, but you go for the truth. Have you ever been in a situation, Simon? And I want to ask you this for the next break. Have you ever been in a situation where a friend or a family member's significant other was hitting on you? Because I've been in that situation. And what did you do? And yeah. how was it handled? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie, romance, dating, relationships, a lot of holiday issues are coming up. Mm -hmm. Simon Marcel, our French romantic, you had an email that came in at simonandangie.com from a woman named Roxy, said that her best friend's boyfriend keeps hitting on her all the time. She keeps making it clear, nothing's going to happen, leave me alone. Yes. He keeps pushing. I liked your advice of saying... Tell your friend because enough is enough. Enough is enough. You've already t- gave him a warning shot saying, Stop it, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. He's not getting the hint. Now it's time to tell a friend. But uh, I want to know, Simon, because mm-hmm. I feel like we've all kind of been in this situation in one way or another, whether it's a friend, a family member, something. Um, you're dating someone or your friend is dating someone, their boyfriend, girlfriend is hitting on you. When do you say something or how? Because a lot of times, it's kill the messenger. Like, you're the bad person for bringing this news on this couple. And people can turn on you and say, oh, she's crazy. Or, oh, she's just imagining it. Or he just thinks that this is happening. It's not really happening. But you know when someone is being inappropriate. So how do you bring that up, Simon? Has it ever happened to you? Oh, it happened to me on many occasions. This one is is a very unique one where one of my best friends, his new girlfriend, would say something like, 
oh, if I was dating Simon, he would do this better. Or, oh, if I was dating Simon. I don't think that's unique at all. I think that happens but a lot. It's the only time in my life it was like so direct. Unique in front to of you. him. In front yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all of us in the restaurant, she would say, Matthew, if I was dating Simon, he would do this better. Or, you know, this or that. Or the car, whatever it was. And one day, I stopped all that. I said, listen. You cannot disrespect my friend in front of me. The rest is not of my business. Don't do it again. I won't accept it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took her defense, which surprised me. Of course. He said, you can't talk to my girlfriend like that. I right. said, Matthew. That's the first if, initial response. If you don't see that you are the bottom of the joke and you are being humiliated every single time, she says, Simon, would do that better. You are blind, my friend. At the end, took I took it out on you. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's why people are so afraid. That's why people are so afraid to say anything because, like I said, kill the messenger. You were the messenger, and you're the one but being shot down, even though you are right. I, I mean, I I will never let a friend of mine being humiliated by in front of me by a husband or by a friend by no one. I just can't be the witness passive of this. Right. The result is I lost his friendship totally at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got married and divorced, and I never saw him again, sadly. So, but you did the right thing. I don't regret it. No. But what a shocking reaction, Angie, to everybody Simon. at the table that he would not see it. He never wanted to see the truth. Angie. And I think this is why Roxy wrote us. It's because we love our best friend. We love our family members. We love the person we're dating, whatever. When you have to bring up this situation of somebody being deceptive, and you're the messenger... Suddenly the messenger becomes a bad guy because we cannot believe that the person that we love, that we trust, that we spend every waking moment with would betray us in this way. And so it's hard to accept it. I think, you know, it takes a minute to get perspective. Our initial reaction is like, don't give me this bad news. Don't give me this message. Don't and tell me the truth. Don't I'm tell not me the ready truth. to hear it. Exactly. Right. It's and- exactly what it is because they cannot face it. It's too painful to face. It's much easier to blame the person that told us the news than the actual person making the news. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it, there's an expression that says, you know, love is blind. But I always say it's the wrong kind of love who is blind. No, you have to keep one eye open all the time, honey. Yes, because you're not rules. afraid of That's the right. true love. Hood rules. One eye so, open. Always. Always. Trust no one. <laughs> That, I don't know. That's the real side. You're the romantic side. <laughs> yes, exactly. Romance right. and real just happen. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. Mm-hmm. If you missed anything, please check out our website, simonandangie.com. Yes. Uh, you can hear our podcast there. You can see Simon Marcel on In Bed with Simon on the FYI channel. Every Tuesday night. And if you haven't seen it, go to simonandng.com. Yes, and you can see a new episode tomorrow night. Uh, don't forget it. Also, you can send us emails there anytime. And uh, we had a great show. Our, our podcast is all there. If you missed it, holiday shopping. I mean, what do you do with the person that has everything or the person that you don't know that well? Uh-huh. Also, moving in with your partner when... You're not at that place yet, but you kind of need a place to stay. Like, (laughs) what do you do in that situation? You're in your hustle game. Like, how do you handle that? And then being hit on by a friend, family members, whoever it is, being hit on by their partner and delivering that message, which is not an easy message to deliver. But Simon, I loved your advice and your Simon Says for Roxy from the uh, Bonjour Simon Marcel. Thanks, Angie. I said, don't be surprised when you tell someone the truth and they're not ready to hear it. Meaning that there is a reaction 
I want the knee-jerk reaction. And it's not going to be in your favor. Never. Never. And so you might lose a friend, like it happened to me. You might lose somebody very close. Uh, but at one point, you can accept the unacceptable. Sometimes people aren't ready to accept the truth. I mean, how many relationships of your friends have you seen where you're like, oh, my God. Including all of us have long, stories like that, right? Of course, yeah. where we should have been out a long time before. But yeah. we have to come to our own realization sometimes. Mm-hmm. Simon, thank you so much. Thank and you, Angie. Yes, we will check in with you tomorrow night on The Rendezvous. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. It's a Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.